This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. So is overwhelming to stand here and speak. You know, Mokam Ashata Aimiralov Kadeshu, Harabayas, and the Gavi Rabbi Reb Noach, whose Mokam this was, and so much good came to Klaishol from it. It says that a river will come out from the Kadesh Kadashim. At first it's a small trickle, and as it comes out it'll get wider and wider until even the most Tomitic people can be table in it. And I think this is, this is um, a reflection of that rivulet that became a mokum that so many people found, Ktusha and Dveikas and Kaddish and so on. And it's, it's an extraordinary feeling to be standing in a place like this where, where so much of the Ktusha from the Kodesh HaKadoshim and the Mokum HaMikdash was broadcast to the world and, and inspired the people. Um, a, a, a thought on the parasha, So Rashi brings here Chazal, Even though they already were counted before, He counted them again when they passed away, to tell us how precious they were. That kochavim are stars are brought out and brought back with numbers, with a number and the names. So Rashi brings a beautiful chazal that the Klaisos Nimshotukarchavim and therefore he brings them in and brings them out the Misubashemis. I mean his main point that Klaiso is very precious, yes, that he says. Um, that they're like Kochavim. But the question was, why twice? Why repeat it? You just said it a parasha ago. So Rashi seems to say something about Shemoitziyam umachnisam b'mitzvah b'shemes. He's motzi and machnisam b'mitzvah b'shemes. But that's not quite explaining. Where does that say in the Pasuk? The Pasuk says God's greatness is that he's motzi b'mitzvah tzvam. Um... That he brings them out into the world with a misper. But where does it say the, the point is when they die, when they when they're alive, and when they and when they die. Motsiyo means he brings them out, machnisa means he takes them back. You know, by Yesaf al Amav. So this is not explaining it in any way um, why twice. If it's precious, why not every parasha? Start off every parasha by listing all the Shvatim Kayasrol. So there's something here about the the, the that is telling me something specific 
about taking them out and bringing them back in again that relates to Kohavim, that Chul Mr. Shemesikari. There's another issue. It, the Pasuk says that the tzva, that that Akadosh Baruch Hu is moitzibe mispat tzvaam lekula m'shem yikare. Chazal say in Medrash that a that why is Klaisol nimshel kerchavim? Kerchavim have no minion and no cheker. You can't count them. You can't understand them. And that's why Klal Yisrael is nimshel to kerchavim. Um, when we have the Pesukim before, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to compare Klal Yisrael to Kerchavim, HaKadosh Baruch, Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying it, just like you can't count the stars, so too you can't count, um, your children won't be counted. In other words, stars are a muscle to something that's uncountable. So what does it mean about HaKadosh Baruch Hu? He does. He's moitzim or machnisam. Is is moitzim bemispat tzvam l'kol meshem yikare. So is is the pasuk imply that stars can't be counted or that they can be counted? Which which one is is it? So I'd like to take um, a moment and and try to ponder this a little bit. I'd like to start with the goyim. The goyim says it's in the goyim is by Midbar and Balak, uh, Mimana. Kafar Yaakov, he says, Minyan and Misper are both very similar words. They both mean count. He says, Minyan generally refers to a more bottom line. In other words, how many do you have? And Misper um, refers to more specific. In other words, each item, the counting of each item, the number of each item, if I can think of a parallel to it in, 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 in the etymology of the word, um, safer creases, so the Gemara says it needs spheras tvar. Safer creases means a divorce, a get. And spheras tvar means that you need to itemize all of the details. Uh, you can't just say you are divorced. Uh, again, includes, and you're free to marry when you want, and so on and so forth. Sfiras Tvarim means itemization. So minion is sort of the aggregate. It's, it's the count of it together. And, and misper refers more to the individual particular item, what number it is, or in the process of counting. You know, I'm, I'm so far, it, it means each and every one particularly. That's probably where the guidance is coming from. There are areas of difficulty. It doesn't always seem to work, but the guidance says that. So I would like to try and get a little bit of a Havana and an understanding of what are these two aspects. Um, the Akeda, the Akeda is a Rishon who lived in Spain at the end of the 1400s until the time when the Jews were expelled from Spain. He wrote an extraordinarily important work on Chumash called Akeda Yitzchak. It's 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 long. It's not an easy read, so to speak. It's 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 quite long pieces. Um, it also is printed terribly. And the last few years, they've been reprinted much more nicely. But he says many fundamental points over there, and he speaks about Bamidbar, the idea of counting Klal Yisrael. And he says the following statement. He says, 
counting Klal Yisrael, Klal Yisrael, the numbers in Klal Yisrael's history are very specific. You have Avram was one, three of us, twelve Shvatim, Ayin Nefesh, seventy uh, souls came down to Mitzrayim, Shishim Ribu, and so on. He says that defines a very definitive and real entity. In other words, a scientist stands with chemicals and how much of this and how much of this do you need to make whatever it is you want to make? Down to the last gram, it's exact. The formula is exact. If you don't have the exact amount, you either have leftovers because it doesn't combine, or you mess up the experiment. Numbers are exact and precise. And items like that, so, so when we talk about chemistry or physics, we talk about real sciences. When somebody talks to you about how do you make a chalant, you could say put in a cup of beans, put in uh, uh, two potatoes, a little more, a little less, doesn't make a difference. Like Bachar making a chalant, whatever's around and available goes in. So, you know, it, it, is it, it's, it's better, it's worse, it's, you know, more or less, but there's, there's no definitive amount. And that's why we look at it more as an art than a science. It's not something where I can define it in numbers and so on, and therefore it's less real. So the Akeda says that Klal Yisrael's Metzias, their essence, is very, very specific and very precise. It's not just a large group of people. It's not just many, many people, a lot of tribes. It's very specific. It's like a kit with different items and elements that you need to precisely put into place. That's what Klyostrol's numbers are all about. And that's where we get the gematrius. All these things are because the dimension of quantification that exists in, in Klyostrol and, and in Torah values, they reflect that it's, that it's as real as science, not something fluffy. And that's why the things in the base of Migdash, everything was precise, 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 because these are very real things. Other mitzvahs, you can have a lulav as long as you want. You, things in the, in the, in the, in the, in the karbanis and everything, precision is, is a key to understanding it. So we have the world of numbers that is the reality we live in. That's our mitzvahs. Um, and the word misper relates to that. Whenever we look at the physical metzias around us, numbers are, the, are what defines them. Anything we put under a microscope, anything we, we, we measure countries, rivers, exactly, we put them on a map, we take items, physical items, and we measure them, and so on. That's this world. There's a world beyond, which has no shaykhis, to being something which we can quantify, we can't even translate it. All the terminology we use about Gan Eden are mishalim. 
the metaphors. We, we, we're, we're like blind people trying to describe colors. It's a world that exists. It's a world that is by far more real than this world, but not to us as physical beings. As physical beings, we, 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 no, none of our senses touch the world of Rufnius. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a link between the two worlds. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us something that at one end of it, it's infinite, and one end of it is quantifiable and real. And that's the celestial world in big. Lift up your eyes heavenwards and see who created all of this. So we could see the flaws habore in, 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 in science. A, 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 I always say a little ant has possibly more chachma than planets orbiting. But it's within a world that's finite. It's a clock with pieces ticking and it works. That's what we have. I want to look at something more. I don't just want to say it must be Hashem the creates world. I must understand that the world we have is one particular configuration of a world beyond. And that is the celestial world starts with infinite. How far does the universe go? There's no scientific answer for that. There, there, there are all sorts of cute scientific answers because no one knows. And as far as we're concerned, it's infinite. It's beyond. How many stars are there? All those calculations are, are, are silly. They're based on somebody deciding how many, you know, how big the world should be and so on. There's, there's, it, it, there's nothing that we know. The stars that are beyond our vision are infinite. And the world beyond is infinite. And whatever comes into our field of vision is finite, understandable. We deal with it. When we see two galaxies, we ask each other, why aren't they affecting each other? What keeps them apart? They must be following some laws and rules of nature as we know them. So the world of Kochavim have in themselves no chaker, no minion. They, we, we can't understand the big picture of it, but every star that comes into our world becomes a misper and becomes named. And we, can, and we can understand this adds another piece of light here, this adds light here, this adds light here. Whatever is within the reach of man is has specific, definite, and so on. And whatever is beyond is beyond. And this, this combination where an infinite source, so to speak, comes finite and, and, and definite and quantifiable as it comes to us, that's the great Chiddush of Kochavim. Kadosh took the world of Kochavim, which has one end of it in the beyond, and made it something specific and finite, which became part of our world. That's true in the big picture. There's another item like that, and that is Kal Yisrael. And let's understand the difference between the different nations. Most nations, all the nations of the world, are to us understood as being very clearly defined entities. Um, they follow the laws of nature. The laws of nature are not, not the physical laws of nature. We also, our bodies follow physical laws of nature. 
But history has a certain flow to it. You, you can describe what happens to nations. A small, young, upstart nation, tough, conquers, becomes big, fat, lazy, loses it, comes destroyed, disappears. That's, that's, that's a flow of history that's natural. And it's happened everywhere. Nations come, nations go, and so on. That's normal, it's natural, and so on and so forth. Kalal Yisrael has a Metzias state that goes beyond anything. Um, when we speak of Kalal Yisrael, we speak of a metaphysical dimension. We're here because we're here. Um, I always say, if somebody, any intelligent person standing 1945 and asking himself, what's the future of the Jewish nation? The answer would be zero. Europe was destroyed. America was rapidly assimilating out whatever was there. Israel wasn't even a scratch on the map yet. Nothing was happening here. A A few kibbutzim, that's it. And we're here. We fill up a stadium of 100,000 people finishing Nafayomi. I mean, in less than 100 years, from, from that point of zero. It doesn't make any sense. And no particular Nakuda is the answer. It wasn't Ruvain, it wasn't Shimon, it wasn't Levi. It's Kalisrol. Something came out of Kalisrol that rose again. Kalisrol is Nimshal to Kochavim in that they have. Um, in, in, the, in, in that they have two dimensions. Each particular individual is a person, and he has a role that he plays, and he has a tafkid, and, and he is and he is who he is. But Klaisa as a Klaisrol comes from beyond. We can explain every single person why this person came to Shorot Mitzvah, why this person didn't, why this person does this or does that. We, once a person comes into view as, as an individual, he fits a certain, somewhat of a, of a framework. But Kral Yisrael is, a, is an entity beyond that. There is one segment of Kral Yisrael um, that, are, that are considered like Kerchavim. And that's Matstike Harabim. Kerchavim is here, all Kerchavim is here. Matstike Harabim. People that work for the Rabbim that are Mezaka Sarabim, the Pasuk compares them to Kaychavim that last forever. And, and it's an extraordinary understanding of the tremendous chus of being Matzdike Rabbim, being Mezaka Rabbim, as we call it. Um, whenever every single person, when I do a favor for a person, I've done a favor for a person. It's a favor, it's quantifiable, and so on and so forth. When a person sets out to be Mizaka Rabbim, to do things for Kali Yisrael, and he, and, and, he, and he does things for Kali Yisrael, then whatever happens transcends limitations of any kind. I'm always, we're already past the decade of Reb Noach's not being here. I'm always astounded. I remember with how few resources Reb Noach started. I mean, you look around and you're amazed and astounded. 
maybe you're not a Mason Stanley, I'm a Mason Stanley, that everything, it's not only the build buildings, it's the reach, and how many people have been affected, and how many different things have spun off from it that are doing amazing things. Um, do I think that Rav Noach thought of each individual piece? No. But Rav Noach had a fire of being Mezake Harabim, of Matzlik Harabim, in a way that no one else had. The idea that Klal has some sort of entity beyond any particular individual that's a member of Klal but that there's a Ruach of Klal and that Ruach needs to be rejuvenated and needs to be taken, built up. That was his person, that was his vision, that was his whole Metzius. I told him a few times, I, after I went to Silver Spring and worked in yeshiva there, it's a yeshiva, it's a Makam Torah, it, it's, it's a wonderful Makam Torah and so on. I met, I happened to meet Reb Noach um, in New York, under a railway, an elevated line, and I gave a big hug and this and that and so on. So what are you doing? And I was very excited telling him this is. And then at the end he said, but what are you doing for Kal Yisrael? Um, and and I, the time I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, I, I'm in yeshiva, I'm teaching, I'm a, you know, I'm, I, I, I didn't think I, I, I wasn't in real estate and I wasn't, I, I wasn't working for profit. But, but, but he always had the picture of everyone. And he, he, he carried that banner. And that's why the more a person's, the more a person's vision and focus is big, the more comes out of it. The stars that we see, each one is precious, each one is magnificent, but it has a number, it has a name, and I can put it in a place. When I talk about that beyond, that infinite beyond where things come from, the more I try to aim for that, I'm connecting to the part of that's above misper. If the part of has no minya and no heker, and the more a person connects to that, and it also means, to connect that means you need to care less and less about self. Um, you disappear into that, and your whole life becomes, if Noah's life was one big sacrifice for Yisrael, he had nothing of himself, and everything was just there for what's going to be with Yisrael. The, the more a person goes into that realm of, of Zika Rabin, the more and more brightness comes out. Each star itself is not bright, but the mass of stars together is magnificent. And were we to count all the stars that exist and put them together, they would outshine anything with brightness. The bigger our scope, the further our reach, the, 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 the more we understand what Kalyasol is at its cherish and, and how much it draws the infinite, the more and more Kochavim come out to be counted and to, and to be given the right place in Kalyasol.